Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash Today I F'd Up, an amazing subreddit where people tell stories of how they royally effed up their day. Before we get into today's first story, which as you can tell by the title is is very weird. Let me just say that. Firstly, let me ask you all to subscribe. We are now closing in on 600,000 subscribers and I want to get there by the end of 2020. And I know you're sick of hearing me say this whole spiel, but you need to you need to get it in your heads, right? I'm not going to stop until we get to 600k. It's a massive milestone. We've got to get there before 2020 ends. And if we do, this Barnet is going to be another color. Not really decided yet, but you know what, guys? I might just put it up to a vote. If you want to see this, this hair go to a different color that you can all choose, then make sure I get to 600k subs. Let's go. Today, I effed up by sucking on my waiter's finger. This happened 30 minutes ago and is exactly what I get for going out during COVID. I would also like to add that I'm still tipsy from the Marg, so sorry for any errors. So today is my birthday and has been incredibly uneventful. I took the day off work, but despite that, it's just been a normal day. No friend group gatherings, no gifts, just another day, and I'm totally fine with that. My mum, on the other hand, felt bad that there was no celebration of any kind. So she was insistent that we go to my favorite restaurant, a local Mexican restaurant. I agreed to go for a very early dinner. We get there and are having a good time. And it was nice to pretend the world was normal for a moment. I ordered a margarita. They ID'd me and figured out it was my birthday. Fast forward to the end of the dinner and I thought I was in the clear from a birthday celebration from the staff. But as they brought the bill, they put a big sombrero on my head and started clapping and singing and set down a dessert in front of me. One of the guys had whipped cream on his finger and went in to put it on my nose. Drunk me didn't comprehend that and was very confused. Due to the big sombrero covering my face, he was kind of stumbling trying to find my nose. I thought, oh, I know what I'm supposed to do. And I sucked the whipped cream off his finger. I realized immediately after that, no, OP, that is not how you interact with strangers. But it was too late. They picked up the pace of their singing and the guy ran away right after and hid in the kitchen. The whole restaurant, which granted was like 10 other people, but still stared at me and my mum couldn't stop laughing. We put the dessert in our to-go box and left. 23 years is off to a great start. Well, uh, yeah, I'd suggest that, you know, sucking a waiter's finger is probably not the best idea anyway, but especially during COVID. (laughs) That waiter's probably like, oh my God, what has this crazy woman done? I mean, (laughs) just mad. Uh, But yeah, this is our slash today effed up. You have to expect these kind of stories, guys. And to those of you saying, you know, yeah, they shouldn't have gone out because it's COVID season. Obviously, you're right, I know. But it's their birthday. Come on, it's one time. It's not the worst thing in the world. So just let them off a little bit. Um, and anyway, yeah, you got the karma you deserved, I guess, for going out by by sucking a waiter's finger. Weird story. Let's move on to the next one. Now moving on to our next story. Today I effed up by making a joke that caused one of my students to realize her dog didn't actually go live on a farm. I'm a secondary computer science teacher. 
I teach kids aged 10 to 18, so a huge range of physical, mental, and intellectual maturity. One of my favorite groups is my fifth grade intro to game design class. They're always excited about basically anything we do, and they are young enough that they still care about earning the respect of their teacher. I have two kids in particular that stand out in the class, Chloe and Lena, not their real names. Now, Chloe is one of the sweetest kids I've taught. She is always bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, a talented artist who has a lot of compassion for the people around her. She's also a massive space cadet who needs to be constantly brought back on track with whatever is happening around her. Now, Lina is blisteringly intelligent and well accomplished for her age with a sense of importance that goes along with being a semi-prodigy at age 10. She became a Karen in utero, comes from a mighty line of Karens, and she'll one day walk among them as their queen. We spent about a week working in a piece of software that had been problematic for us from the start. Lots of weird server hangups and failed updates because we're an international school and we can't always connect properly. After five class periods of watching them flounder, I decided that I would try something new. I started up with the new software, no connection required, and an introduction activity. Now, about five minutes into the activity, Chloe's attention slowly wandered back from wherever it had gone. Wait, this isn't that other software. Why aren't we going to do that anymore? Nope, that project went to live on a farm in Wisconsin. We're doing something new now. Before we moved, my dog went to live on a farm in Wisconsin. Oh, um... It took me a moment, but that was the only opening Lina needed. Parents say that when your dog dies. Your dog is dead, Chloe. And then came the tears. Oh, I actually feel so bad for you because when you're like a teacher, it must be so hard knowing that obviously you're working with people that are way younger than yourself most of the time, right? So you kind of have to put yourself in their position and and think... What was I thinking when I was uh, that old? And and how did my parents talk to me and tell me things that are very difficult? For example, having your dog put down for a number of reasons. Um, yeah, going to a, going to live on a farm in Wisconsin. It's unfortunate, and I I totally get why you did that, and I'm not going to blame you for it. It's just like just one of those things that happens. Yeah, you effed up, but it's totally understandable. And um, yeah just a shame it happened really guys actually let me know down below have you ever been talking to a child and accidentally said something or not just a child but someone younger than you and accidentally said something that you of course know in your age but they don't know for example i don't know about father christmas perhaps who knows let me know down below in the comments and uh, yeah i look forward to to reading your posts now moving on to our final story Today, I effed up by eating eight chocolate fiber bars before a long car ride with family and experiencing the most absurd gas leak in history. This happened a year ago, but I just remembered this horrific event and the poor victims that never fully recovered. I was set to go on a 10-hour road trip through the interior of British Columbia, and with me were two of my cousins and my uncle. However, before our 6am start, I decided the night before to walk down these chocolate chip fiber one granola bars that had something like 75% of your daily fiber intake. These things were crazy good, and I ended up eating an entire eight pack of them in one sitting. After that, I went to sleep and woke up in the morning to a bloated stomach, but I felt fine otherwise. 45 minutes into our ride, the cramps began. My stomach grew larger and larger, and I ended up needing to remove my seatbelt and undoing the zipper on my jeans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. ...to give it more space to expand. My cousin next to me could not believe what he was seeing. He said it was like the blueberry scene from Willy Wonka. I couldn't hold the gas in any longer and I asked my uncle to pull over, which he did, and I struggled to get out of my seat as every move was agony. I waddled to the back of the car and let her rip. A thunderous roar escaped me like a butthole racing his Harley Davidson around the block on a Sunday morning. The gas hissed out of me as my stomach grumbled, shuffled, and shuttered. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that this fart lasted at least 15 seconds. Little did I know, I had just broken the seal, and I would proceed to experience uncontrollable and obnoxiously powerful farts that lasted 10 to 15 seconds on average, with only a brief period of relief between said farts. That sounds horrible. Goodness. The fact of the matter was that I was now experiencing major flatulence every two to three minutes and we couldn't stop the car every few minutes to escape the smell. So we decided to roll all the windows down and allow me to let loose whenever I needed. However, we had no idea that this would become a much longer ordeal than we initially thought. Truth be told, I couldn't stop farting for nearly seven hours and each fart just had to be more epic than the last. By the time hour two rolled around, my anus was sore and aching and my insides feeling like shards of glass were ripping through me. And the smell had become so overpowering that we had to stop at a gas station and buy as many air fresheners as we could. I took one of the air fresheners and sat on it in the hopes that each fart would be freshened up. Instead, it just smelled like rotten eggs and pine. My cousins and uncle resorted to using Vicks around their noses to stop the smell. The pain from constantly farting brought me to tears at one point, and I realized how ridiculous it must look to see a grown man crying while farting nonstop. Wait, you're grown? You're, you're, you're an adult here? Wow. At hour four, disaster truck. Oh, it gets worse. I stopped farting, but I was still swelling with gas. I knew I was plugged up and if I didn't do something soon, the pain was going to become unbearable. We stopped at a coffee shop and I ran in to use the bathroom. I gingerly sat down on the toilet and gently pushed, but the pain was too much. I resorted instead to pushing on my stomach to help things along and suddenly I felt this wave of pressure hit me that made my butt cheeks break into a cold sweat and start to tingle. Suddenly, and and without any warning, a rock-hard turd rocketed out of me like a cannonball and plastered itself to the back of the toilet bowl. And with that, this tidal wave of what could only be described as peanut butter oatmeal. Jesus, what am I reading? I could feel the muscles in my abdomen squeezing my intestines so hard that it actually hurt. It was like when you are throwing up and you can feel your stomach violently squish itself to push everything out. But instead, it was my butt that was throwing up. Once everything was pushed out, it was topped off by the longest fart in my short, pathetic existence. One that I could never accurately give the length other than, say, well over 20 seconds. And that I could literally feel and see my stomach shrinking. I destroyed that poor coffee shop bathroom, and I frequently wonder what happened to the person who wandered in after me. From that point forward, the farts were just as frequent and long, but they felt cleaner and less restricted. It began to feel like I was airing my colon out, blowing out all the accumulated dust. 
My ribs and anus ached horribly, but I was starting to feel euphoria wash over me that I assumed was just the endorphin rush my body was giving as a way to protect my fragile mind from this ridiculous ordeal. By the time hour seven rolled around, my farts had slowly faded away, but the smell permeated my clothes and the seat behind me. The family had gone through almost an entire container of Vicks and they appeared to have survived the ordeal, but I could tell that a part of them was broken that could never be fixed. It was as though they felt violated by having to breathe in my butt breath for seven hours and i knew my uncle was upset that his car's interior would never smell the same again as it already smelled like hot garbage by this point we eventually arrived without incident and we refused to speak of this event things were never really the same between all of us after that and i have a feeling that none of us will ever touch eggs ever again they already ate enough of my farts they don't need a reminder I should never, ever have eaten that much fiber. I had no idea it was capable of that. Oh, wow. Uh, What a story. I thoroughly enjoyed reading that one out. Um, Hopefully no one was listening outside my window thinking, what is this guy doing? Or maybe they were and they enjoyed the story as much as you guys hopefully did. Uh, Yeah, weird one. But um, I mean, we've all been there, right? Where you just have a bit of flatulence and you're like, oh no, this is really bad. I'm with other people. This is is not going to go well. But for seven hours seven hours in a car does it get much worse than that people i don't think it does but there's nothing i can even say here to make it better you know just unbelievable Uh, i did enjoy some of the writing there it really put a lovely image into my mind um one that i want to forget very quickly so i'm gonna end this video right now (laughs) the end screen's on the screen make sure you're subscribed for more amazing stories like this last one if you want to watch the rest of my tfu videos r slash today i effed up they're in a playlist right here but yeah what a story i'm gonna go now see you in a bit hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com